Our Old Testament lesson this morning comes from the book of Isaiah, chapter 65, verses 1 through 9. I was ready to be sought out by those who did not ask, to be found by those who did not seek me. I said, here I am, here I am, to a nation that did not call on my name. I held up my hands all day long to a rebellious people who walk in a way that is not good, following their own devices. A people who provoke me to my face continually, sacrificing in gardens and offering incense on bricks, who sit in tombs and spend the night in secret places, who eat the flesh of pigs with broth of abominable things in their vessels, who say, keep to yourself, do not come near me for I am too holy for you. These are a smoke in my nostrils, a fire that burns all day long. See, it is written before me, I will not keep silent, but I will repay. I will indeed repay into their laps their iniquities and their ancestors' iniquities together, says the Lord. Because they offered incense on the mountains and reviled me on the hills, I will measure into their laps full payment for their, for their actions. Thus says the Lord, as the wine is found in the cluster, and they say, do not destroy it, for there is a blessing in it. So I will do for my servants' sake, and not destroy them all. I will bring forth descendants from Jacob and from Judah, inheritors of my mountain. My chosen shall inherit it, and my servants shall settle there. Friends, this is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, when I first saw that I was on the preaching rotation to preach today, Juneteenth, I was both excited and a little bit nervous. As Minister Schiller has already read for us, this wonderful day celebrates and commemorates this day, June 19, 1865, when Union soldiers arrived in Galveston, Texas to announce that all enslaved peoples had been freed by the Emancipation Proclamation signed by President Abraham Lincoln in January of 1863 nearly two and a half years prior to the Union's arrival in Texas. I was very excited to honor this day with you all, this second annu annual federally recognized holiday, and also the 157th celebration of Juneteenth in Galveston. I was also a little nervous because as a white woman, I wondered what I could offer in terms of words of encouragement to you, beloved of St. Mark, on such an occasion. And I began to lean into that question. And I discovered, as often I do, a well full of questions beneath that question. But I promise that I won't keep you here all day. So <laughs> I know no one wants to hear me preach that long. Uh, so I will rise to the surface the one question that sort of I came back around to over and over and over again, which was, how do we talk together and celebrate together liberation when liberation impacts all of us, but it impacts all of us in unequal measure? As I researched and read and spoke with people over the past several weeks about Juneteenth, I came back over and over again to the words of Fannie Lou Hamer. And if you're unfamiliar with Fannie Lou Hamer, I 
would suggest a, a Google search later or a trip to the library because Fannie Lou is a wonderful woman who worked incredibly diligently in the civil rights movement. And Fannie Lou Hamer uh, is lifted up in these words. She is most notably quoted saying, nobody's free until everybody's free. If I fall, I'll fall five feet four inches forward in the fight for freedom. And I turned Fannie Lou's words over and over and over again because what an image to fall forward five feet four inches into freedom. And I had Fannie Lou's words in my mind as I came to our text this morning to the words of Isaiah. And I read today's lesson over and over again. And in Isaiah's words, I heard the words of Fannie Lou Hamer. I heard Isaiah saying, we're looking for equity where there has been injustice. And as I read Isaiah, I heard the calm conversations, the spirited arguments, the scholarly apologetics, and the boisterous protest cries of black leaders and teachers and friends laboriously teaching white folks like me about racism and white supremacy. And in Isaiah's words, I heard the words of Fannie Lou Hamer echoed, nobody is free until everybody is free, and nobody can be freed until we all see what is before us. As I read in Isaiah, when Isaiah says, I held out my hands all day long to a rebellious people who walk in a way that is not good, following their own devices, I could hear in those words the heeds of leaders who look to teach us not to be stagnant or immovable, because what we need most is to be good allies to one another. There's always someone who needs us to fall forward into liberation for them. And as I was thinking about this idea of falling forward into liberation, I recalled my yoga practice. As many of you may know, I am a practitioner and a teacher of yoga. And one of the things that yoga is most known for is balance poses. And one of the things that we know in yoga is that balance poses are hard. I hear most often when I tell people that I teach yoga and they should come to my yoga class, they say, well, I can't do a headstand. And fair enough, I can't either. <laughs> balance poses are hard. But in the yoga practice, that the balance poses are only a part of the practice. Yoga is this all-encompassing facet of things that teach us about life. And when I first began to practice yoga and I first began to experiment with balance poses, I had a teacher who would, would lead us into a balance pose and then she would say, if you fall out, it means you tried. Try again. And as I was thinking about the words of Isaiah and about the words of Fannie Lou Hamer, and I was thinking about Juneteenth, thinking about the fall into liberation, I started thinking, falling is scary. And so I leaned into the aspect of my yoga practice that says, if you fall out, it means you tried. You try again. Another thing that happens sometimes when we fall is that fall becomes something else in our minds. We start to spin, right? We start to say, oh, well, if I can't do this, then I'm not capable 
of getting to the finish line. If I can't stand up on a handstand against the wall, maybe I'll never get to be able to do handstand in the middle of the room. If I, if I have been wrong and been racist in the past, well, maybe I'll never get to a place where I can truly be anti-racist and an ally. And I think that what I came back around to in the words of Fannie Lou and in Isaiah and in my yoga teacher's words is that it's not about forgetting what's happened. It's about remembering to fall forward and not back. Near the end of this passage, Isaiah says we aren't to throw out all of the wine because there's a blessing in it. And I think that there's a tremendous weight to that the weight of a blessing, that not everything is to be thrown out. A weight to it because I believe that it indicates that we need each other. We need each other to loudly and enthusiastically and proudly fight for one another's liberation. And when we falter, when we fall out, we're not to give up or give in. We're meant to try again. And when the fall forward into freedom comes, just as it did in Galveston 157 Juneteenths ago, may we, as they did in Galveston, drop everything and flood the streets in celebration. Celebrate because when freedom arrives, we all get a little bit closer to the kingdom of God here in our midst. And so, beloved friends, I wish you all a happy Juneteenth May we celebrate this 157th anniversary, this second federally recognized Juneteenth, because, beloved black siblings of mine, you are worth falling, in my case, five feet, eight and three quarter inches forward into freedom, because I know that my liberation is intrinsically tied to yours. And so, friends, may we all celebrate today. May we all be loved. May we all be free. In the name of the Creator, the Christ, and the Redeeming Spirit. Amen.